For every peak that you see, there's been a valley behind the scenes that nobody knows about. And I would say, I just wouldn't be, I, would I be living? I don't know. I don't even know if I'd be living, but I definitely know I wouldn't be where I am today. And Oh, okay. So this person's bad and this person's good. It's not, it's not any of that anymore. Here's what it is. This person's aligned or this person's not. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. The first question I want to ask, uh, just can you guys take us back to when you figured out this one word, um, like you just figured out that this was really important to your success. Can you guys take us back to when you actually like found your one word and started like implementing it with M NLU and teaching it and stuff? Go ahead, brother. Uh, well, I'll tell a story. So when I first met Emilia three years ago, this was like not long after the one word um, stuff. So three years ago, Emilia and I's second date. Yeah. Second date. We went and we hiked in Purgatory Chasm. It's a, it's a really actually, um, pretty magnificent place where there's rocks and cliffs and it, it was wonderful. So, uh, we went out and, and it was late and, uh, I will never forget a conversation that we had essentially. And we were hiking and, and she ended up talking about legacy. She And I had never, she didn't know that was my one word. Like she had no, we had never talked about it before. And I said to her at the time, I said, there was this waterfall behind her. I'll never forget it. She was up on this log above me. And there was this waterfall behind her and we were talking, getting to know each other. And, and she was talking about legacy and how much it means to her and all this stuff. And I said, I want you to, in like a week from now, two weeks from now, I'm going to remind you of this conversation. Please remember this conversation. Because at the time, I knew my one word was legacy. But I knew why we got along so well. So when I first met Emilia, we've been inseparable ever since. Three years ago, literally, like, we are just unbelievably infatuated. Always. Like, I miss her right now. <laughs> literally. Uh, and we got a new kitten, too. So I can't wait to go see the new kitten. But anyways, uh, the point that I'm making is that how did it change my life? Take us back to when we first started this you start to notice other people that have that as part of them as well. And it helps you realize why you get along with certain people more than others. And it helps you get out of this, this idea that, oh, okay, so this person's bad and this person's good. It's not, it's not any of that anymore. Here's what it is. This person's aligned or this person's not based on my core values. And so if anyone out there does know their top five core values or their one word, if you think about the people in your life that you get along with the best and you can fully be yourself with, it's people who also embody those core values. You know, for me, if you don't have any goals and dreams, I have a really hard time because you're not focused on long term. And so I always got along with people who have big goals and dreams and I never really got along well with people who don't. Um, not because I can't be kind and I can't have fun, but because my main purpose is to maximize my potential and help others do the same. So naturally I'm drawn to people who, who are doing that and who have big goals and dreams. And so, you know, I think that's a good story that will 
hopefully illuminate for someone what that's like. But really what it's going to do is just open your eyes at a deeper level of self and other people. I think mine came from a place of ego, honestly. Especially, I remember when I really started to understand what resilience was and how it made me different. I would be working in New Jersey and we would work, we would work second shift. So we would work like two to 10 and some Fridays we would leave earlier because we were coming home. So we would work like two to eight. We would drive six hours home and I would literally go from the office to the gym at like two or three in the morning and I'd work out and nobody else on the crew did that. Everybody thought I was crazy, but that's, that's what I love doing. I liked that. I liked the, I liked challenging myself. I liked pushing myself and and Alan, you'll you'll know this or you'll understand this or respect this. When I left my job and started this, I knew, don't know how I knew, but I believed, Alan, that we would be successful. I just knew I had to survive. And that was really it for me is like, just tell me what to do and I'll tap you on the shoulder when I need help and I'm going to do my best and I'm just going to try to, I'm just going to try to get through. And while a lot of other people may have had that opportunity or a lot of people sadly have had the opportunity to to climb with us and they've, they've gone their own way. They've gone a different path. I never wanted to do that. So yeah, it's, it's everything for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have survived to this point. This, this journey has been absolutely brutal, especially those who are from the hyper-conscious days. You know what it was like back then for us. And if you've been following this since the very beginning, you know how weird life has gotten over the last five years. But for every peak that you see, there's been a valley behind the scenes that nobody knows about. And I would say, I just wouldn't be, I, would I be living? I don't know. I don't even know if I'd be living, but I definitely know I wouldn't be where I am today. And yeah, I, it's something I take pride in because I think oftentimes, and B, you have this too, what you might lack in skills, you have in staying power, you have in humility, you have in a sense of humor, you have in a sense of support, whatever it may be. I think I didn't, I don't think I had a lot of skills. I don't think I was that smart. I don't think I was really that good at stuff. So I just said, look, if I can be here in five years and you can't, I'll, I'm going to be pretty successful. So I'll bank on that. Great question. <laughs> Same. Fire. You got him fired up, man. I appreciate it. I just want to win. I just want to win. I left it all behind <laughs> for this. I'm not going to tap out. That's right. That's right. Strong work. Well said. Long time, not a good time. That's for sure. <laughs> no, we can have a good time as well. Kind of. How, how can I make sure I'm living by my word? I choose each day. Hmm. You, you gotta, you gotta ask yourself, you gotta ask yourself much like I say often, what would the best version of Kev do? I had this this morning. Is my watch in here? Yeah. So Taryn got me this awesome, she got both of us, these watches and they, they not only tell the time, but when you set an alarm, it vibrates. So you put it on your wrist and it wakes you up without waking up your partner. What's happening, Bobby Joe? And I set my alarm. I set three alarms cause I've been sleeping through my alarms and it went soft. off and I sure. literally said to myself, I, I, I have been soft. <laughs> I literally said to myself, Kev, you are the type of person who gets up. You like when it's cold. You like when it's dark. You like when it's early. Like that's, that's what separates you from everybody else. Get your ass up and do it. And then I ended up, I got up at 4.15 and I was at the gym at 4.45 and it was awesome. So yeah, you have to have that conversation with yourself. There has to be some sort of necessity and you have to wear it as a badge of honor. And that's why it has to be a positive thing. I am the type of person who is blank. Now let me show it. 
And once you start making that promise to yourself, just like I, I think I said it in the last one, when I count, I count backwards from 10, I did that this morning and I got up at one and I, at count of one and I got out of bed. So yeah, you have to start by just having that conversation with yourself. Okay, let me prove it. Let me prove it. Let me prove it. And then proving it feels good. And then you get that dopamine hit and it, it's easier to make it happen. So my answer to that question, well said, Kev. Hey, thank you, you very much. Uh, my answer to that question, how do you stay in alignment with it? How do you, how do you stay, stay aligned with your one word daily? Weird answer, um, reg- regret and guilt. So there's a reason why we have regret. I believe that regret is the soul's recognition of misalignment with your highest core values. So Kev uh, was a dick one time to somebody. Um, and he'll never forget it. And you could tell the story right now if you, and he knows, look, he knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All I said was he was a dick one time and he knows exactly what I'm talking about because he'll never, ever forget that. Why? He was way outside of alignment with a core value. Mm-hmm. So we, what we do is we have these regrets come in and they feel like crap, right? Guilt, shame, regret. They feel terrible. So we wish him away, wish him away, wish him away, wish him away, wish him away. Instead of what we're supposed to do, which is sit with them for a moment, not live there, not beat yourself up while you're down, but sit with them and go, was that my best self? Was that the best choice? Was that who I aspire to be? Was that aligned with my one word? And the answer is no. So what am I going to do about it? I'm going to go figure out how to be better. I'm going to make better choices. I'm going to get a new skill. I'm going to be more aware. I'm going to learn how to do this, whatever it is, right? So if respect is your number one word and you're disrespectful, you're going to feel it and you're going to feel it hard and you're supposed to because that's who you are. Hi, everyone. My name is Amanda. I am a dental hygienist and a mom of two teenagers. I was first introduced to Kevin and Alan about three years ago. So that led me to book a consultation with Alan and I showed up to that call in the lowest spot that I have been at in my entire life. He is a good human that genuinely wants the best in your life, your future, your love, your relationships, your wealth, and you have the chance to be in the same room or on the same call or have these two in your life in any way, then you are blessed. Anytime I take the quick route, I'm telling you, when I, when I, to a detriment, if I ever take the shortcut in anything, I'm telling you I have massive guilt and regret because I'm a long-term strategic thinker who is focused on maximizing his potential and helping others do the same. And that is who I am. And it's who I've always been. And I've never, ever, ever gone outside of alignment with that and been fulfilled. So regret and fulfillment. Okay. When you have regret, it's the soul's recognition of misalignment with your core values. When you have fulfillment, it's the soul's recognition of alignment with core values. Why do we have regret and guilt? Where do these things come from? There's something bigger that we need to realize. Like, it's unique to you. You know, when I when I say I'm going to fast for 16 hours and I end up eating, 
I regret it. Not everyone's like that. Kevin eats all day. He doesn't regret it. I don't, not all day, sorry. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, Yeah. right? If, if I was the way that he was to that other person, would I have had as much guilt? Probably not, right? It's, it's who Kevin is. So no one else can tell us who and what we should be, but we know as long as we can guide ourselves with fulfillment and regret. And so I think that's a real cheat code. Great answer. Thanks, brother. What is the significance of choosing one word versus multiple words? Fire question. Mm. Fire question. Uh, <laughs> the significance of that is that it, it gives you an even more discerning decision-making paradigm. I'll explain that. So when Emilia and I were looking at home, so we went to South Carolina this past weekend and we were looking at uh, our second home. So this will become a rental property and then we'll potentially get, we're not sure yet, but we're going to potentially get a home in South Carolina. So we went to all these different neighborhoods and we have a cost value analysis, like a spreadsheet that, you know, second home. We took the first home all the things she cares about and all the things I care about, we made a new spreadsheet and then we did, okay, these are the things I now realize I care about way more. Here's the things she cares about way more. Great Wi-Fi, skylight, cathedral ceilings, you know, 3,000 square feet, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Needs to have a yard of some kind for Tucker. Also has to be close to a 24-7 gym. If it's more than 10 minutes away from a 24-hour gym, I will not buy that house. No chance. I'm not going to drive 20, 30 minutes to the gym. I have a gym two minutes away. I'm not going back, okay? I need to be able to run there in case my terrible car doesn't work. I'm joking. All right, so here's my point. When you have one word, it makes every decision a little easier to discern because you have less things that are, that are 10 out of 10 valuable to you. If everything's a 10 out of 10 to you, you're going to be stuck. Think about this. Everyone think about their number one most important friendship. All right? If everyone, if you valued every friendship equally, you wouldn't know if they all ask you to lunch, which one to choose. Emilia and I are in an intimate relationship. Kevin and Taryn are married. They chose each other. We chose each other. And it's not because we couldn't be with anyone else. It's because we know this is our one person. It's the same idea with a one word. If you know your one word, you're going to be way more discerning with your decisions. And it's very important that you do that. Otherwise, you'll end up very lost. And um, the last thing I'll say here real quick. In college, I got lost. I had a friend who said, you're the most popular kid on this campus. I used to think that was a compliment. I now realize I was lost. I was everything for everyone and I lost myself. And and I'm not doing that anymore. And, and I'm way more fulfilled. So hopefully that answers it. I would say you can put a you can put a hundred percent into one bucket instead of twenty percent into five buckets. That's what I would say. It helps you with clarity. It helps you with clarity, and it helps you with intention. You can only be as intentional as you are clear. I always do this with clients, and many of the listeners have heard us say this, but I don't know if it's I don't even know where it is. It's in the intro, whatever it is. But it's heart driven, but no BS. Holistic self improvement for dream chasers. That's what we do. That's NLU. Heart driven, but no BS. Holistic self improvement for dream chasers. There are no words in there that don't have to be. We've gotten rid of all of them because we're trying to be as clear as humanly possible. If we could break it down into one word, I'm sure we would. I don't know if it would help us describe what the show is, but the more specific you are, the more powerful it's going to be. I think of it as like a magnifying glass. It's a very specific beam of light that is in a unique pattern that makes fire. It's pretty cool. Your one word is the same way. 
Not bad, right? Next level nation. I'm going to switch it up, Alan, because I have the prop here. So we are doing the giveaway the where, yeah, the prop, <laughs> where if you leave us a review, screenshot it, send it to myself and or Alan. You can send it via email, Instagram, WhatsApp, whatever you have of us. We will enter you into a drawing to win an Amazon gift card for a hundred buckaroos. There's the prop. It's completely free. You don't have to pay anything. We're literally going to give you money. So we will choose somebody at the end of the month, one lucky winner. We will email you an Amazon gift card for a hundred bucks and you're off to the races. You can go do whatever you want. You can buy... You know, you want to buy Alan and I some presents and send it over. We can do that. You have a cat, a new cat. You need to buy some cat treats. You can do that. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. You can do it. Either way. Either way is either fine. Either way is fine. Either way is fine. Well, good hook there with the... Thank we've you got so a much. prop and then yeah, waiting this is the to prop. show it. Strong work. The crisp. Strong work. Cook it's real. Benny Franks. It's Benjamin. Real. It is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's real. All right. So, we also have a monthly meetup this week. So, if you're watching live, uh, the registration link Brandon is going to put in the comments you can register. It's this Thursday. It's on how to find your unique genius zone, which is very, very congruent with your one word. So the genius zone is essentially what are the skills that you are trying to develop around? Well, really, this is what it is. The passion, the purpose, and the profitability. How do you align those three in your unique genius zone based on your one word? And your one word is most likely within your genius zone, obviously, because it's what's unique to you. So that whole meetup is basically a behind-the-scenes, private training on how to actually, you know, design your life around your one word in a way that's really profitable. It's important to understand that, you know, I, I use Michael Jordan all the time, I know, but Michael Jordan was known for basketball. If you take basketball away, no one would have known his name, and he wouldn't have been a multimillionaire. So it's very important... And he might have been in some other way, maybe, but you understand what I'm saying. So we all have these unique things that are unique to us, but if we don't double, triple, quadruple down on them, we're not going to be as profitable <clears throat> and have the life of our dreams like we want to. And so at NLU, we're trying to help you have the life of your dreams, and you're going to have to find your passion, your purpose, and your profit, and you're going to have to align those three if you want the life of your dreams, and I'm very, very convinced of that. That is what this meetup will do for you on Thursday. It's our 11th one in a row. The registration link will be in the comments. And if you are listening to the replay of this, um, we'll have another monthly meetup that you can register for in the link. Behind the below. scenes with your boys. Mm -hmm. Behind the scenes with your boys. Next, Level Nation, as always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. See you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.